What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're about to break down UFC Mexico, Roy Ball versus Moreno. It was a banging ass card. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on the card. If your guy won, lost, etc., we want to hear it. I'm one half of this, uh, one half of the show. Paul, pick on Wyndham Concha, and I'm joined with. You already know, man. It's Kev Water Boys, boy. I got my turban on today as I prepare for Ramadan coming up in respect. As, as I'm recording this episode, 14 days. But, Pebble, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a time Saturday night. We were, I was watching, we were, um, I was pregaming with the homies, and um, we were watching the card and shit like that. And there were a couple fights that definitely caught my eye but like boy i ain't gonna lie to you when it was time to go i got the fuck up out of here i usually don't go out on saturday nights i'll be watching the card but this saturday night, i had to go step out and i had some fun but i came back to some crazy shit i'm like of course the card i missed is the one that had all the crazy shit go down don't worry i'm here for all i, I was here for the whole thing i was it was a good ass card and i was happy it went on late because i definitely had to work so the main card didn't start till 10 so i had all the time in the world but honestly, Mexican people both times back to back years. I was playing to my girl like, yeah, Mexico big fighting culture boxers. I'm like, what's who? Who's the face of boxing? You can only name a couple of boxers. Who's the only boxer you can name? Canelo. Like I'm like, yeah. Like there's a reason. Like Mexico puts on for their people. Back to back years, definitely. I think it was twenty one thousand in attendance showed out. Uh, main card filled to the brim. Uh, they weren't missing no fights really. Uh, they a lot of Mexican. One guy came out with fucking. Uh, you know that you know, like what's it called, the AK forty seven when they got like the bullets across their chest, the like the X of bullets, like were strapped in. With with the, I was like, okay, like these guys are really lit. They during the walkouts, the Marachi music going crazy. Uh, the only letdown really of this car was Raul Rosas Jr. having to pull out literally like ten minutes prior to his fight. Uh, they're gonna they're planning on him to fight next week on the Rosenstrike card. But Raul Rosas was, was supposed to be on this fight card. Um, 10 minutes before, he had an illness. They showed him in the back room, like, stomach pains, like, flu-like symptoms, all that stuff. So that fight got postponed. But other than that, these boys came to fight. It was definitely lit. The crowd was lit. And definitely another great fight night, if you can even call it that. Nah, for real. But, hey. I heard the real fight night was in the crowd. See, I found a video to show them boys. Oh, for real, for real. Yeah, that's another thing, boy. Them boys get down. Yeah, them boys, they said dude in the black is going down in the Hall of Fame for having two knockouts in five seconds. Look, boom, boom. Knock more, that yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, they was going crazy. I'm not going to lie, bro. They should have moved. They should have moved the guy with the black shirt and the hat after the drops. Should have moved them up to the front row. <laughs> right at that point, you get front row seats. Sean Strickland probably, if it was there, he would have definitely been like, "Yeah, bring bring old boy up in the front." Hell yeah, that shit is fighting tonight. That should let you know, bro. Like even the fights in the crowd were lit. There was no <laughs> no stage on this card. I bet you the vibes for um UFC Mexico is fucking crazy. <laughs> It was. I mean, it definitely was. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's get into the card, though. I mean, opening. It was supposed to be Raul Rosas opening the card. Instead, we got Manuel Torres with a, a minute and 46 seconds submission over Chris Duncan. 
If you remember Chris Duncan, he came in with the war paint on his face, just like Paul Craig. He's from the same country as Paul Craig. He did the same war paint. He was 11 and one leaning into this fight. It was a pick em fight, very close on the money line. And Manuel Torres in front of his country put on, like, within, within, like I said, within 30 seconds, took the back. And at that point, once he locked in, it was over. The rear naked choke got him up out of there, uh, made a pick em look easy. <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy nice. To filled in for the, the filled in for the opening card. I mean the, the opening main card so, fight. So he was supposed on. to be on the um so he was it wasn't even on some shit like he was the person that's supposed to close the um close the um the prelims? Yeah, the prelims. No, I appreciate sure Rosa Rosa was supposed to be the opening card opening fight in the main card. So he was just supposed to be the second fight and he stole the show? <laughs> Either no, um Manuel Torres, he probably was on the prelims. He got bumped up. Okay. Yeah, he you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And on I mean it wasn't pay per view, but still on on the the main card, putting on the front of your country man. I mean, it was a nice quick dub for him. Then we had the girls go after that. Yasmin Goot uh, Guru, I'm gonna fuck it up, bro, because her last name is tough. Guru Gua, Gua Gua. I don't know how to say her last name, but she got the name decision over Sam Hughes, and this it was a good fight because Sam Hughes definitely held her own, but it was one of those fights where you you knew who won each round. It wasn't like oh yeah, like Sam Hughes was going to the decision. She probably won, not like, and Yasmin threw hands. It was nothing but like boxing combos, like. Left hook to the body, right hook over top, fucking like she was throwing real deal, like Alexa Grasso type combos, and I was say they was throwing a lot of hands in Mexico. Yeah, so another fight that kind of no mat necessary, and girls just stood and bang, and it was a a good win for the Mexican fighters back to back. Nice. How do you think the Mexican fighters are overall on this card? Honestly, great. I mean, outside of Moreno losing. Uh, boy, Roy Vall is Spanish himself. Uh, he's not Mexican, but he's a Spanish uh, fighter. Uh, all the Mexicans almost won except for the very first Mexican fighter to, on the opening, uh, on the second fight on the early prelims. Outside of that, in Moreno, all all the Mexicans won because even Ortega is a Mexican American, even though Yair is Mexican himself. So it was like Mexicans overall won almost every fight. Nice, nice. Love to see it. Viva Mexico. And they did it in convincing fashion, like Daniel Zellhuber, the next prospect up. I keep forgetting, he is like so tall, six foot one for lightweight, 77 inch reach, the longest active reach uh, in lightweight. Picked apart Prado, took the first round to find the distance. Prado was a good close round in that first one, but second round, that's when he started teeing off and that's kept him at the perfect distance. Every time he came in, would land a fucking knee. And cut him open. Blood was gushing. Doctor had to come in, check him out. Declared he's okay to fight still. They put a little bit of that Vaseline on it. That shit got knocked off in the next 30 seconds of the third round. And then blood gushing some more. Zell Hupper just... It, he probably could have got the finish, but Prado showed he had a heart. Even though he was gushing blood for the majority of this fight. <laughs> Shout out, bro. Anybody that can brush your blood, gushing blood is still throwing that. I want to say, Loki, this fight might have been playing in the background when we were pre-gaming because I remember seeing somebody like, God damn, everybody in my everybody at the house stopped what they were doing. Like, God damn, this motherfucker is busted open. 
Yeah, they were. I, Jasmine couldn't even look at the screen during this fight. Uh, Jasmine was like, "I can't, I can't do it." It's like she literally left the, the room, and went to the kitchen, and was like, "I can't, I can't look at this." That shit is tragic. I love every second of it, though. <laughs> and then our next fight was a five rounder, even though they didn't need those five rounds. Co-main event: Ortega versus Yair, the rematch. It, it looked shaky at first for my boy T City. He, he's doing his pre-fight warm-up. He's jumping. He rolls his fucking ankle as the, as the fight's about to start. First round, Yair's piecing him up, cuts him open, then drops him, Gets goes into the attack mode, almost looks like he gets the finish. T-City's able to play defensive grappler, then gets back to his feet. Yair once again in attack mode, starts landing some big shots. It looks like Yair might get stopped. Oh, Yair, uh, Ortega might get stopped again. He somehow hearts his way through it. He gets back into the fight in the second round. Gets top position, dropping mean elbows. Cuts open Yair himself. Wins the second round. And in the third, and then potentially some people were saying that was back-to-back 10-8 rounds. Because they were like, Yair definitely got 10-8 the first round. And second round's arguably 10-8 Ortega, how big of a comeback he had in that one. And in the third round, Ortega gets the submission and picture perfect. Gets the arm, gets the arm stuck in the triangle, rotates around the body within a split second, submits him, fight over. Uh, Ortega in Ortega fashion puts on a fucking show. Damn! Shout out to City, man. I, remember, I was talking shit about this fight on the on the preview because I was like, this is Mexican versus Mexican American. Who take it? I had Yair for sure. And from the sounds of how that first round went. I would have really been in that bitch talking my shit. But damn, City came all the way back to get the sub win in a five-round fight for a co-main event non-title fight. Like, and his first win in, what, like two or three years? like Beating the guy who was the interim champ not even six months ago. Literally. Dude's last fight was against Volk. Yeah, all those people that are saying, oh, he's inactive since 2022. Why the fuck is he still ranked in the top five? It's like, that's fucking why, right there. Because he's that good. Yeah, he let it, he let it be known. I respect it. Next fight was the main event. This went all five rounds, five rounds of action. Roy Ball split decision win over Moreno. I have Moreno one through five. I'm going to come out and say that myself. But it wasn't a decision I was mad at. It definitely was uh, uh, volume. Moreno, I mean, uh, Roy Vaughn throwing how many fucking? 556 strikes. And the God damn. And significant strikes, 510. So they let to be known. He was just throwing them things. Letting them throw. And or uh, Brandon Moreno, yeah, he had. You might have said that wrong, kid. You said you got 510 significant strikes. Yeah, 510 significant strikes is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Moreno, he had he only threw 219. But then you look at what was landed, 177 for Rival to 119 for Moreno. It was a battle of efficiency versus volume, whereas Rival was the pace was insane. He was kept walking forward. Moreno was catching him a mean counter. Shots that probably would drop the average man. Or someone else, but we've all showed insane chin and would just keep keep throwing them to like kind of steal moments where Moreno would catch him with a mean one too, 
but then you will forget about it because the next four shots landed with Roy Ball's like four piece. Uh, mm. Moreno would use a lot of clinch work. He would go to the ground, uh, a couple of takedowns in the fight, try to control, or the scrambles were crazy. Roval get right back to the feet, and that's the moments where I think made Moreno look bad. Was Roval's pace was crazy, and then Moreno would like shoot a takedown, almost like panic takedown, get him down, but then Roval get up and within 20, 30 seconds. And then continue to – and Moreno's, like, on the back foot again, and Roy Ball's just walking him down some more. Even though Moreno was landing mean counter shots, I think in the eyes of the judges, it was like, okay, Roy Ball's winning these rounds because he's controlling everything else. Like, they're both landing. Roy Ball's landing more, even though he's throwing a lot more. It, I don't, it really came down to splitting hairs, I think, when it came to the judging. I'm not mad with the decision for Roy Ball. This is back-to-back fights – in the in this division where it's like razor thin, like Pantoja versus Moreno, razor thin, Moreno versus Royval, razor thin. These I'm kind of excited for these three dogs to continue to fight for the belt, like in in a in a rotation for the next couple of years. No, that's just crazy facts. But but what's it called? Pantoja makes you putting up the five zero against mother. disrespectful five zero. Let me know. My children are fighting in there right now. I saw my motherfucking um I saw that shit with no context on Twitter and I was just like fifty, okay. Shout out Pantosia and the fifty. I didn't know it was five. Oh like, oh that was five. Yeah. And he he talked his shit and then we've all definitely talked his shit after the fight. Not to Moreno, but to Pantosia saying, Ain't no man gonna keep me down no more. Like I think like, I'm coming for you. In Brazil I'm gonna whoop your ass. Fucking, I'll do it on your turf. I'm I'm the road warrior. Just beat Moreno in Mexico. I'll beat you in Brazil. Get my fucking belt ready, basically. Yeah, he did just beat Moreno in Mexico. That's crazy. That's a flex. Big flex. I want to say, and then who else did he? Yeah, his last fight was to Pantoja where he lost the fight before. And uh, so that went to five rounds. So it was like... I mean, this division is definitely top-heavy, but I can't wait. Like, they're all fighting each other, which is – and they're all so close. Facts, 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 facts. Yeah, and it seems like – the I, I thought there was a gap in skill because I thought Carcar France was, like, the, like, number three in that division after Figueroa left. No, like, people are making it seem like – who I thought was number three is, like, really, like, in the sixth and sevens in this division because everybody's that close. Yeah, and I mean Roy Ball versus Pantoja will be next. Moreno, I mean he can't fight Kai Car France again because he last oh, time wasn't even close. They gotta give him Obazi. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Obazi's right there. And he just has to win, and then he probably has to beat somebody again, and then he'll get um a title shot. Yeah, they were talking about cutting this division away. But honestly, this division is probably the most exciting it's been uh, now that Figgy's gone. Yeah, and yeah, they're changing hands. They're um, champions that are staying busy and active, and they're talented. There's so much talent in this division. But it's just so hard to sell. Yeah, because they're like fifteen. They're not that big of guys. For some reason, it's just so hard to sell. But nobody wants to watch the um, the technical fighters throw hands. Before we get out of here, I do guys say, Moreno, I said he was the heart and soul of Mexico, and it definitely showed. Because when he came out, the crowd went crazy. 
uh, when Raval came out, boo, like crazy amount of booze. But like Moreno had the love out there. It was crazy. It was one of those like it felt good watching it happen on TV. Nah, dead ass. But I mean, it was a good fight night. UFC Mexico definitely came and delivered. They're definitely gonna do it again. Uh, it gets, sells out. It go. The crowd is definitely into it, and there's enough Mexican fighters on the roster. <laughs> they can definitely keep doing this. Right. Didn't even have to call Alexis Grasso. They didn't even need to call in the champ for this, bro. Literally. Good ass card. We'll we catch y'all next week for the Rosen Strike versus Shamil card. A lot of prospects on that fight night. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on this card. And I'm Paul Pick and Win'em. Join Kevin, Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.